Good evening. I'm Zach Collins with your KSOM and KS95 News Update. Weather conditions currently on 35 degrees with partly cloudy skies. Tonight, expect the same with a low around 32. Tomorrow, a high around 35 with overcast skies. Tomorrow night, lows dip down to around 31 underneath cloudy skies. The Atlanta Community School District Superintendent Beth Johnson released a statement to Trojan parents today stating that there was a threat made at Atlantic High School. The threat was made by a high school student. Atlantic police officers were contacted and investigated the situation. Law enforcement reviewed the incident and it has been resolved. Superintendent Johnson wrote in a statement, quote, Thank you for your understanding of this matter. We will work to keep all students safe, and we also work to keep parents informed of serious situations, end quote. There are no further updates at this time. A bill increasing penalties for swatting calls is going through the Iowa legislature. The bill would make penalties for reporting false information to law enforcement and first responders more severe. The House Panel Safety Committee passed the bill on Wednesday, opening up for debate on the House floor. There were at least 30 fake reports of threats to Iowa schools in March of last year alone. The Crescent School District was one of those targets. On March 21st at 10.30 a.m., a fake active shooter threat came in, reporting a shooting at Crescent High School. After consulting with the Iowa Department of Public Safety, it was determined that this incident was part of a statewide quote-unquote swatting call to 30 police departments across Iowa. The Adams County Sheriff's Office released its latest arrest report on Wednesday, January 24th. On January 1st, Adams County deputies arrested 42-year-old Ross Mendenhall of Corning for OWI and interference with official acts. Authorities transported him to the Adams County Jail and released him after he posted a $1,300 cash bond. On January 5th, Adams County deputies arrested 36-year-old Daniel Reyes of Lennox for driving while barred for being a habitable offender and no SR-22 on file. Authorities booked Reyes in the Adams County Jail and set his bond at $2,000. On January 12th, Adams County deputies arrested 57-year-old Kelly Malone of Corning for driving while suspended. Authorities issue Malone a summons to appear. An Omaha man faces assault charges in Mills County. According to a Mills County arrest report, deputies arrested 36-year-old Laydell Ruiz Montoya on Tuesday near the 40-mile marker on Interstate 29 for assaulting a law officer, no injury, and public intoxication. Deputies transported him to the Mills County Sheriff's Office and held him on a $1,300 bond. On January 18th, Deputies arrested 49-year-old Daniel Michael Wiley of Glenwood for an OWI first offense. Law enforcement transported Wiley to the Mills County Jail and held him on a $1,000 bond. On January 20th, deputies arrested 21-year-old Chadrick Justin Taylor of Windsor, Missouri for OWI first offense. Authorities transported Taylor to the Mills County Jail and held him on a $1,000 bond. On January 24th, Deputies arrested 61-year-old Jeffrey Richard Pave of Emerson on a warrant for failure to appear for a probation violation. Officers transported Pave to the Mills County Jail and held him on a $2,000 bond. One person was killed in an accident involving three semis in Buena Vista County. The Iowa State Patrol says a crash happened around 7.40 p.m. on Tuesday on Highway 71 and Highway 7. Authorities say 63-year-old Humberto Aldero Valdez of Storm Lake died in the crash. According to the Iowa State Patrol, a 2013 Max Semi driven by Aldo Valdez westbound on Highway 7 
failed to stop at an intersection and struck a 2023 Freightliner traveling north on Highway 71 and driven by 56-year-old Cedric Lamont Patterson of Roxy, Mississippi. The Freightliner trainer then sideswiped the trailer of a northbound 2021 Volvo TT driven by 37-year-old Dante Martez Santel Watson of Des Moines. Patterson and Dante Martez Santel Watson escaped injury. Humberto Aldero Valdez was ejected and died at the scene. Montgomery County Board of Supervisor Chairman Mike Olson reported to the board on Tuesday on the union negotiations. Olson said there was little change on either contract. He states they agreed on a 5% pay increase for both departments, including secondary road employees and law enforcement center employees. Olson says after that, deputies would go to a 7% pay increase, jailers 8%, and dispatchers 6 It's easier on our budget, and they, they still... They were sitting on that 8.5%. Yeah. They wouldn't come off of it. you know. So it was either that or we're going to, to arbitration. Uh, but they had all the demands that they had sent us that were many and that were, some of them, extremely expensive. They had dropped those. So there had to be a little give and take. So that's what we did. Olson says this is a multi-year contract, but the wages and health insurance rates are still negotiable annually. In other business, the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors approved claims payable and corrected the Treasurer's semi-annual report, ending fund balance for December 11th for $11,429,666.78. They approved the West Central Community's action request for agency and program support for $3,500 for the fiscal year 2025. The Red Oak Fire Department was dispatched to New Cooperative at 203 West Oak Street for a reported explosion with the possibility of a building collapsing on Tuesday. When firefighters arrived, light smoke was seen from one building and two buildings were damaged. However, no buildings collapsed. All employees were accounted for and no injuries were reported. The fire was located in the North Pit Building containing the grain belt system with the new grain storage building on the west side of their complex. The fire was quickly extinguished. Grain processing areas were checked and no other fire was located. Two outbuildings, a grain leg system, and a grain belted sustained damage. The dollar amount of the damage is currently unknown. The assisting agencies were the Stanton Fire Department, Montgomery County EMA, Red Oak Police Department, and Montgomery County Communications. Some plant-based companies have started to call their food eggs. Senators want to make sure that any food products labeled as eggs actually come from a bird. Iowa Republican Senator Joni Ernst and Pennsylvania Democratic Senator John Fetterman introduced the Consistent Egg Labels Act, which aims to do that with nationwide enforcement. To kind of push back against these non-egg, uh, vegan, or plant-based products that are calling themselves eggs. Iowa is the top egg-producing state in the nation, and Ernst claims the Food and Drug Administration failed to take action against what she calls deceptive labeling claims undermining farmers. What we want to do is create clear guidelines for the FDA to ensure that any product labeled as an egg is actually coming from poultry. The North Central Poultry Association praises the bill, saying alternatives do not match in nutrition, functionality, and taste. Ernst says transparency is needed. 
So we were trying to look it up and see what actually goes into these non-egg egg alternatives and what I think it was like mung beans and all kinds of other stuff. That certainly is not an egg. So John Fetterman and I are stepping up and we're saying, you know what, if an egg's an egg, let's call it an egg. And if you're not an egg, you're not going to be called an egg. That's Senator Joni Ernst, an Iowa Republican. For news, sports, and more, check out our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Zach Callens with your news update on KSOM and KS95. ABC News is next.